This is the Glenn Beck Program. Sponsor this half hour is uh, Ebb Sleep. Uh, there's nothing more frustrating than lying in bed at night, staring at the ceiling, and knowing, just absolutely knowing, that you're not going to be able to fall asleep because your brain is in go mode. I don't know. Maybe you're thinking about the coronavirus. Maybe your mind is going crazy for that reason. Uh, the more you want to sleep, the less that you, the less that you can, uh, and uh, that becomes part of a vi- vicious cycle uh, of racing thoughts. If this sounds like something that you go through, you need to try Ebb. Uh, Ebb is the first wearable, drug-free solution that targets the root cause of sleeplessness. It works by applying precise and continual cooling to the forehead, which actually slows down metabolic activity in the brain. Four out of five users report that they fall asleep faster, and their quality of sleep is better. And unlike most of the stuff uh, that you take to uh, help you sleep, this has no side effects the next day. You're just able to go back to your peak performance. Uh, the temperature when you're trying to sleep is so vitally important. Have the energy to do the things that you love again by getting the sleep that you need. Our listeners can now try Ebb risk-free for 60 nights to confirm it's the solution you've been looking for. Go to tryeb.com slash Beck. T-R-Y-E-B-B dot com slash Beck. Tryeb.com slash Beck. Order today. Get the sleep that you need, the sleep that you deserve. There's enough going on in the world. You want to be well-rested to deal with it. And that's what we're going to do here in just a couple of minutes uh, on the radio program. It's tryeb.com slash Beck. of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Well, hello, America. Oh, <laughs> what could we possibly talk about? Hey, let's get our mind off of scary things and talk about movies. Have you heard about the new Elvis movie that, uh, that Tom Hanks is in? Yeah, I heard it's going to be great. It's yeah. in Australia. Whoops. Uh, Probably shouldn't talk about that. Let's talk about <laughs> sports. How about the NBA, huh? We need a little bit of a just an a, a, escape. Holy Maybe the word cow. the NBA or the NCAA. College basketball. <laughs> call we'll college. Go there. No, let's just go back to politics. Nope, let's not go there. Crazy. Hey, how about what are we going to do this weekend? Is there a good show to see? Is there a good place? Holy cow. We're here. And uh, as I pointed out on last night's special, this is the beginning. I want to give you some facts that you really need to understand. Why did the president deliver this address last night and say it's time for us all to get serious and to help each other out? Why? I'll show you in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So blinds.com, you know, so you don't see the zombies outside. You might want to ha- We're not going to turn into zombies, are we, Stu? Yeah, it's a, no more than a 50% chance of it. All right. I mean, us. I mean, I know everybody else is going to be, but us is the 50% chance? Yeah, I think we're on the, the right okay. side of that one. 100% chance somebody's turning into zombies after this, right? Um, I, I, want you to, uh, I want you to hear me here about Blinds.com right now. Their 24th anniversary as a company is happening. They're the best company around for this. Two million homeowners. Uh, will beautify their windows, top quality blind shades, interior shutters, unbelievably low prices. Hey, you're going to be able to get good loans. If you want to be able to uh, fix up your house, how do you feel about maybe a negative interest rate? Come borrow the money and they'll pay you to borrow the money. Oh, it's coming. 
Blinds.com. They have 100% money-back guarantee. It's 100% satisfaction guarantee is what they call it. They'll remake them for free. If you don't like what you get, they'll remake them for you. And they send everything to you, even if you've... Even if you're like, ah, I don't know what I was talking about. I, I thought that they, I thought it was four feet, not four inches. Yeah, they'll remake them, and they'll remake them free until they get it right. Now through March 17th, save up to 45% off everything, plus get an extra $20 off with the promo code BECK. Get 45% off everything, $20 off at blinds.com, promo code BECK. Rules and restrictions may apply, blinds.com. All right, all right. Yeah, I want to give you a couple of uh, I want to give you a couple of pieces here um, about the coronavirus that I I'm going to probably repeat several times uh, on today's show. It is really important that you understand that this is the beginning of this. Understand when I have been saying to you for a while, we are all going to get this. That is not to let your guard down. That is to tell you we're all going to get this. This is a long-term event. This is, we hope, we hope, uh, and somebody used to always say, hope is a step away from despair. Yeah, that one may be true in this particular case because it looks like this is not a seasonal flu. It looks like this is going to continue to go through the summer we don't know for sure yet, but indications are that it's not seasonal. We also don't have any kind of natural immunity to this. Even after you get it, it still looks like you can reinfect. So we could just be living with this for a long period of time. Things are going to change, and the time to change them is right now. I've been telling you for the last few days, I've been looking for the um the tripwires how do how do how does our society decide when we're going to close school because we're all looking in our life we are all looking for someone else to trigger a tripwire somebody else says you know what i'm not going into work today and it's somebody you trust and they're like well why not because i think it's dangerous that might be a personal tripwire one of the tripwires that will cause real concern is when they cancel schools Now, schools are starting to cancel. Here's why we're not canceling schools right now. And it is critical that you understand, especially if you're looking to the school district as a tripwire. The most effective thing, and I was hoping the president would say this last night, everyone is out, generally speaking, on spring break. Right now, the schools should make the choice, the voluntary choice. You know what? Add another week. Just add another week. Don't come back next week. Have fun, kids, because in a week we will know. I said this when this first happened, we were in early January and people started to call and write and people on the staff said, are we going to cancel the cruise? Now, this is when it was just in China. And I said, just let it play out. We're going to know the answer. The answer will appear. There's no reason to panic about it. The decision will be made for us. Now, two weeks ago, was it two weeks ago or was it last week we, we canceled the cruise? Two weeks ago, I think. I don't even know. Was it last week? I think it was last week, okay. yeah. So just think of that. Last week, it was just becoming clear 
But yet, cruise lines, CDC, nobody said cancel cruises. But it was so clear that we were in meetings going, okay, we, we got to, we've got to cancel this. We just have to cancel. It's irresponsible not to cancel it. So we couldn't wait any longer for the tripwire. We canceled on Friday or Thursday, and uh, on Sunday, the CDC said no cruises. Right now, everyone knows, including Captain Steubing, cruises <laughs> shouldn't be done. That's three days after, four days after the CDC said don't do it. Not to mention, the, none of the countries we were going to visit were going to let us in anyway. Right. They're all, right. They would, I mean, Israel is for 14 well, day when quarantine. We were, Italy's right. completely closed down. But that's new. And that's new. Yeah. Those are both, those are, that sends Friday. Okay. Incredible. So things are moving rapidly because we're now hitting that exponential growth. Now, let me, let me give you some information here uh, that I, that I got from professor of epidemiology and director of the center for communicable disease dynamics at Harvard. His name is Dr. Lipswitch or Lipstitch. Um, he is, um, this is something that was prepared uh, for me. Uh, I asked a, a group to do some, just help me with tripwires. Help me understand when to pull the trigger on certain things and what to, to prepare for. So this team of mine went to um, the professor of epidemiology. I'm, I'm going to ask this group if they will allow me to release this. This, is, this was prepared uh, for me. And I'm fine with it, but I don't know if they want their name out there or whatever. So I'm asking them if they will let me repair, uh, re- just release this entire report of about 20 pages. But it's really important. So um, in this report, he said there is a chance, chance between 40 and 70 percent of the world's adult population could infe- end up infected with coronavirus. Now, a week later, he said 20 to 60 percent of adults are going to become infected in either event. Those are huge numbers. He went on to say, at the moment, we're all in denial because it doesn't feel real because nothing is happening in our own communities right now. Here's what you must do. Cancel public gatherings potentially close schools especially if there begin to be clusters but i want to explain that here in just a few minutes the clusters are they're here already we're already it's everything that you're worried about is already here okay you just don't know it yet this is following exactly the way it happened in china but let me give you some assumptions here assume there are 2000 current cases in the us as of march 6 That is eight times the number that has been confirmed through lab tests because of the shortage of test kits and the absence of symptoms in milder cases. All right. Now, these assumptions would mean if we have 2000 cases currently that are happening in the United States, and I think it's a very safe bet to say that that is happening, that we just don't know about. That means um, that. Uh. The cases will double every six days. Now, that's going to go to every two days soon. But let me just give you every six days. 
If we have 2,000 current cases, that means that every six days it's going to double. And if you use that pretty uh, safe assumption, that means that there will be one million cases in the U.S. by the end of April. Two million cases in the U.S. by the first week of May. Four million by mid-May. And so on and so on and so on. Now here's what I've been trying to express to you. And, and maybe this will clear things up. When the president said last night, we have to work together. We have to work together. We have to put things aside and we have to work together. We have to help each other. We have to do the right thing. The U.S. has 2.8 hospital beds for every 1,000 people. Okay? We are in really good shape with hospital beds compared to everybody else. We have the best uh, uh, health care system in the world. We have... We have uh, our intensive care units. We have more intensive care beds than anybody else for the population size. But we have 330 million people. That means we have a total of 1 million hospital beds. At any given time, 65% of those beds are already occupied. I know this because I thought my father-in-law was was his days were numbered and he was at Yale New Haven, a very good hospital, but uh, Yale New Haven, a uh, one that is overwhelmed. He didn't have a, a bed to go to. He was in the emergency room and he was in the emergency room for over a day before they got him a bed. They had, and this is before any of the coronavirus. This is just a day to day. They were waiting for people to check out so he could get a bed in the hospital. The emergency room had people again before the coronavirus. You had like your number was 11H. That means that you were the 11th person in the hallway. These were really sick people then. So 65% across the country of those beds are already occupied. That leaves only 330,000 beds available nationwide. Now, that's not necessarily intensive care. That's just a bed. Using the numbers established so far in Italy, about 10 per, 10% of the cases are serious enough to require hospitalization. So if we apply the assumptions by about May 8th, all open hospital beds in the U.S. will be filled. This, again, says nothing about if it's an appropriate hospital bed because it can quarantine you or it is an intensive care that says nothing about respiration units. I mean, there's not enough units in Italy to intubate everybody that needs to be intubated or um, or uh, what was it the word that? uh, Barack Obama used when he was like, uh, you know, a breathalyzer. There's not enough breathalyzers there. Inhalator. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway. So now the the number of severe cases could change either direction, but we're not going to have enough beds. The federal government also 
has a national stockpile of 12 million N95 masks and 30 million surgical masks, which are better than nothing, but that doesn't stop our medical workers from breathing things in. We have a stockpile of 12 million masks. Now, let's do the math on this. If COVID-19 cases appear in many more states and counties, all healthcare workers are going to need to wear masks. If all healthcare workers that are currently on the job are issued one mask per day, we will be out of masks in two days. By the way, one mask a day per healthcare worker, not idea. But that's what had to be done uh, in China. Now, we can make more, but as, uh, as was discussed in Congress just yesterday, we've got all kinds of regulations that the masks that we make here uh, can't be used here. We can sell them overseas, but we can't use them here. All of that nonsense has got to stop right now. So now what do we, what do, we do first? Well, let me tell you what the difference is between China and Italy. Why things went, if you can say this, as well in China and are going so horribly in Italy. Why they're going so horribly in France. Why they're going so horribly in Germany. And why the president yesterday did that racist thing and said that we're going to stop all planes. That is a huge Huge move. Why did he say it? What's the difference between what China did and what Europe is doing? We'll go there next. First, let me talk to you about mowing your lawn. You know, there's not, there's not going to be not gonna be a lot of things you can do. I said to my wife, my kids are my kids are out. They're on a trek this weekend, and uh, and so my wife said, "What do you want to do?" And I said, "Well, the coronavirus." Uh, so. Uh, Hey, let's go to a show. No, can't do that. Is there a concert? No, can't do that. Uh, hey, let's go to a movie. No, can't do that. Want to go out to eat? No, can't do that. Oh, I've got an idea. Let's stay home. That's pretty much what's on your plate. May I suggest entertainment that is beyond your imagination? It's mowing your lawn with a hustler. Hustler Turf. I want you to go to hustlerturf.com uh, right now. Hustlerturf.com. If you are looking for a new lawnmower, these are off the charts. These, if you've never sat on a zero turn lawnmower, I'm telling you, it's a date night thing. I mean, it's a coronavirus date night thing, but let me take you for a spin on the lawn as we mow the lawn. It, they, these things are incredible. They're really good at cutting your gas, uh, grass. They last forever. The best thing is you will save so much time if you're mowing your lawn. If you're doing three-quarters of an acre plus, please look at a zero-turn lawnmower. If you need one that's going to last, you're going to buy one lawnmower and probably have it for the rest of your life. This is the one. Hustlerturf.com. I want you to go there now. You'll get a year of extended warranty coverage for free. Just by clicking in the right-hand corner, enter my name, Beck, in the promo box, and you'll get the warranty offer details uh, that'll save you a buttload of money. If you're not sure about a hustler, never heard of one, do your own homework, drive one. You will thank me for it. It's hustlerturf.com. 10 seconds, station ID.
Okay, we have a lot of things going on today that we want to get to. Uh, I'm going to give you some more information here on coronavirus. We'll have our coronavirus update in hour number three. Jeff Brown, who was with me last night on the special, uh, he is a high-tech um, guy. He was in the high-tech world for a long, long time. Now all he does is just go around and, and meet with CEOs and tech companies to see emerging technologies uh, he says there's some really good news that he's seeing on the coronavirus front as far as vaccines, and et cetera, et cetera. But we are 18 months. If we come up with a, uh, of a uh, vaccine today, today, some company comes out, it's fantastic. It's 18 months before you'll be able to get it at C- CVS. Okay. So we are in for a long haul on this, but there's some really good things. And he's going to talk a little bit about the economy, if we have time, a little bit about the economy, um, uh, what tech is going to do and how we can still connect with one another um, and and change the way we're working. I will tell you, there's never a good time for a pandemic, but this is one of the better times in the world's history of having a pandemic because just 10 years ago, we would not have had the communications that we have now to stop the spread and also to keep economies going uh, and be able to keep your business open. Uh, you know, you would have said 10, 15 years ago, everybody's got to stay home. You're not working. You're not working. So we have him coming up also. We have a very special guest um, that is going to testify before the Senate. Somebody that we've had on before on our television special. I think it was the first television special we did on Ukraine and Biden. What's really exciting about this is the Senate is not stopping uh, looking into it. And there is new information. And he's going to give you uh, an exclusive in about uh, a half an hour on what they're looking into now uh, about what was going on in Ukraine. This thing is going to open wide open uh, this summer. We'll give you that exclusive information coming up. Also, Jerry Wayne is going to be on with us. You don't know Jerry Wayne's uh, name, but he was the guy who said to Joe Biden, hey, um, you're trying to take away our guns. Well, you're full of that guy. We have him coming up. Do we have the audio? We could just play this audio real quick. Unless you own an AR-14, which the good news is nobody has an AR-14, so he's technically not coming for You're them. listening to Glenn Beck. That's coming up in just a few minutes. Um, our sponsor this half hour is LifeLock. Look, there are a lot of things that you need to worry about, and there's things that you just don't need to. You need to pay attention and then let somebody else worry for them. If you took yourself entirely off the grid, no more cell phone, no more computers, no more tablets, uh, same with email, social media accounts, just wipe them out of existence. You've taken all of that money out of the bank. You deal only in cash. You keep it with you at all times. If you did that, you might, might be safe from cyber criminals for a while. 
But the minute you needed to interact, the minute you needed to go to the bank, somebody could have stolen all of your identity, created an entirely new financial record on you, and you are toast. Look, here's why I have Simply Safe because cybercrime is part of our life. Things like identity theft are serious, serious issues. You need the best in the business to watch your back. Nobody can monitor all transactions at all businesses, but they are the best in the business. Join now, save up to 25% off your first year by using promo code BACK. Call 1 800 LIFELOCK or head to lifelock.com. Use the promo code BACK, save 20%, 25% right now. Go to blazetv.com, use the promo code Glenn for 10 bucks off. We were ahead of this coronavirus thing from the beginning, and you can watch all of Glenn's specials right there. Use the code Glenn for 10 bucks off. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. It is, uh, it's Thursday. What a week. What a week. Every day seems like a year. I was telling somebody yesterday, the other day, last night, I was having a meeting. And I said, you know, then this happened. And then the very next day, this happened. And somebody was sitting in the meeting went, Glenn, that first thing happened this morning. The other thing happened this afternoon. I'm like, this is the same day. These things are changing so fast and they're so massive. Mm-hmm. That it's the same day. This is going to accelerate. Welcome to our uh, uh, good friend, Pat Gray, um, from Pat Gray Unleashed, who should not be here because he's going to get all of us sick. But uh, <laughs> I'm not sick. Oh, sure. That's what they all say. That's what they all say. <laughs> I do feel weird, though. This whole thing is making me feel so weird. Does you, do you feel? I just want things to go back to normal. I mean, I think the last straw was Tom Hanks. I'm like, no, no, come on now. Now it's I real. Think Tom Hanks. It's real all up in here now think, that Tom Hanks has it. <laughs> I think Tom Hanks is uh, this generation's Rock Hudson. And if, yeah, or Jimmy Stewart. No, 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 no. I don't mean it that way. He is our Jimmy Stewart, but I mean Rock Hudson, 1985. Nobody was talking oh. about AIDS. Oh, okay. And remember, he did something with Doris Day. In I a think. disease way. He's like Rock Hudson, you're saying. Yeah. Sort of. in, just hear me out for a second. Mm-hmm. In 1985, no one was talking about AIDS. The president hadn't even mentioned the word AIDS. Um, nobody, was, nobody was talking about it. It was this weird, scary disease that was really early on. Nobody knew what, what it was. But it wasn't mainstream, and it was something that, you know, oh, only homosexuals get. Um and then it was, well, maybe just anyone can get it from coughing or kissing. And it just turned in this nightmare. 1985, Rock Hudson does, I don't remember, a special or something with Doris Day, who he'd been in a million movies with. And um, he looks horrible. And everybody's like, what happened to Rock Hudson? I mean, if you don't know who Rock Hudson is, he was a guy, he was... I don't know, the Tom Cruise kind of guy. He always looked good, never seemed to age, was really in shape. Everything else uh, was, you know, the guy in the 50s and 60s and and 70s of, you know, just this heartthrob. But he was gay. Nobody knew it. He's on with Doris Day. Then he goes to uh, France for some radical experimental, you know, cancer treatments. Well, Ronald Reagan was friends with Rock for years when he was an actor. And so Ronald Reagan calls him in France and says, Rock, are you okay? I just saw this thing. It's that you don't look well. That's when he said, Mr. President, I'll tell you the truth. I have AIDS. 
first time that Ronald Reagan knew, or really most people knew anybody who had AIDS. And uh, he, a few days later, Rock Hudson comes out and he says, you know, I have AIDS, I'm dying. Ronald Reagan starts talking about AIDS. And it was the first time that people went, oh, wow. We might know people that are going to die from this. Uh, that I think Tom Hanks may be the Rock Hudson of this mm-hmm. generation because everybody knows and likes Tom Hanks. And, you know, here's Tom Hanks filming with his wife, uh, the new Elvis movie uh, in Australia. And they announced last night he's got COVID-19. Hopefully, dear God, please don't let's not lose Tom Hanks. But just him being sick, I think that in the NBA last night, I think shook those two things America. were yeah big time yeah they shook me yeah. I know that. Uh, also, Tom Hanks has uh, type two diabetes. I believe. Oh, that's bad. So that'll be interesting to see how he deals with this. Yeah, um, that's not good at all. Yeah, you have diabetes that that puts you in a higher <laughs> risk uh, category for death. You know, the other thing is I don't know if anybody else felt this way. Donald Trump, what he said in his speech last night about Europe was absolutely the right thing to do. Absolutely. Everybody's Stopping like, that is trouble? just, yeah. yeah, that is just so racist of him. Stop it right now. I thought, he, was, I thought he only liked Europeans. Yeah, I thought that I was the knock on him. Now, now he's racist uh, now he's against racist. Europeans. Okay. Uh, you know, he hates those Germans because they look so different. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, it was absolutely the right thing to do. But I watched that last night and it was one of those things where I thought, oh my gosh. What I mean, I did anybody else watch his speech and think, mm-hmm. holy cow. I said that out loud when he said that. Yeah. I, yeah holy I cow. I think that yeah. too hit a lot of people who are conservative because it did. We, we go through this thing where the media is so awful to Trump and so unfair to him mm. that it's easy to see every single story in this kind of constant <clears throat> plot against Donald Trump, which absolutely exists through all of these storylines, yes. including COVID-19. Like, they oh, have been completely unfair oh, yeah, to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. But, yeah. like, a lot of people are saying, oh, this is a hoax. They're going after him because they want the economy to crash. This is not a big deal. Donald Trump is not out there trying to sink Donald Trump's presidency. No. Donald Trump is out there on television telling you you, you, you can't go to Europe. Well, I guess you can. It was a little bit unclear. As you have four days. You have four days to return. Yeah. Um, and then after that, you're going to have to go through screening. You may be held uh, elsewhere. Uh, this is a really big deal. None of our allies were alerted uh, by this. The mm. what's going on in Europe, uh, France is on fire right now, and France is not taking this seriously at all. We have friends. Tanya told me, you know, we have friends who went to to France, and I said, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Those people, they took their family to France. She said, yeah, and I said, all right, not going to church. If they're going to church, not going to church. Don't want the kids playing with their kids for fourteen days. They were in France, and they what they did was they're like, oh, my gosh, we just decided $200 round <laughs> trip to France. Yeah, there's a reason. It's true. Oh, I got all this. Tempting. I got, it's a, tempting. I got all this go meat on sale. You know how much, you know how expensive meat is. I got all this meat on sale. I got it for pennies for the pound. <laughs> and, you know, they're saying that it's spoiled meat's been sitting out in the sun for the last 14 days. But and it came from a lab. Yeah, but it's fantastic. <laughs> it was so cheap. Yeah, it's cheap for a reason. 
Yeah. And people aren't taking it seriously. And that's mm. what Ronald, uh, that's what uh, Donald Trump mm. did last night was start to take it seriously for the American people and hopefully started to wake them up. But right after he was done, boom, NBA, boom, Tom yeah. Hanks. Yeah. And, and it's interesting, night. too, because CNN can't say now that he's he's calling this a hoax and he's not taking it seriously. So instead, it changes to now he's a xenophobe. Yeah, so now, because seriously. he's taking it seriously, now he's a xenophobe and he's not allowing anybody it into the United exactly, States. It can, cannot win. No, it's exactly the right thing to do. Now, it is. you have to understand, as we told you yesterday, the reason why we're not canceling schools. That is the easiest thing to do. That is that doesn't that seem like the smart thing to do? Because we all know mm-hmm. schools are petri dishes, and they have done it through uh, colleges. Right, uh, it's happened at a lot of universities. Correct. Some schools have been canceled. So why are they doing it at universities? Pretty much universally now, uh, or it's it's trending that way. But you're not seeing schools all over the country cancel. Forty four percent of parents cannot stay home with their kids right so we're in this catch-22 where we know that parents are they they, what are they going to do they can't they may not be able to work from home Mm -hmm. they have to work uh they have their kids come home the entire 44 percent of households collapse under that isn't it true also that very few children are getting this yeah, but no, they are getting it. It's like um, there is, um, what is it, uh, hepatitis. There's a hepatitis that spreads um, really easily, not through the blood. And kids, babies, can get it. And they have found that every adult around these babies will get hepatitis. And they'll be knocked out. They test the children. And the children all have it. All the babies have it. But it doesn't affect their their immune system. It does it's not manifesting in any mm. way where it's harmful for them. Spanish flu is the opposite of this. In 1918, Spanish flu kind of short circuited. If you had a strong immune system, it put everything into overdrive, and so all the strong immune systems were breaking down. So all the children and under 18, they were the real targets. This is the opposite. So they're mm. getting it. It's just not, it's just not hurting them. It's not hurting them. Uh, can I give you one other update here? Yeah. Um, f- so for the second time since these rules have put in, and both of them in the, this week, we have hit the tripwire of the yeah. stock market down uh, 1,700 points again oh, today, uh, including another the 7% mm. thing on the uh, S&P 500. So there's so, a 15-minute break, and we're in that window I'm, for the second time this week at this time. Okay, so I'm going to tell you something that I just don't want to – I just don't want to be a freak-out guy. I don't want – want you to panic um, but i wrote to my wife today and i said honey i want our money out of the stock market we've been going back and forth on this <laughs> so um, amazing i just i just texted my wife <laughs> did you the same exactly yeah i said honey i want out of the stock market and we're mm-hmm. down 20 percent we're down 20 percent that's we, now uh, bear territory that's now means that that's a sign of recession mm-hmm. and here's why this is the more facts that come in. We are at least 18 months away from having a vaccine available, available. Yeah. OK, now there's going to be ways to fight it. It's going to be a bell curve, although the <laughs> other side of the bell seems to be a little lopsided. Um, we think at this point that there's not going to be a flu season on this. It's just going to keep going. We don't know, but we think 
Um, we don't know, but we think you can get reinfected on it. And when you do, that's even worse. China is reopening uh, all of their factories and everything else. People are going back to work. If that remains stable, then we can go, okay, we, we don't, once it r- burns through your system, it's not going to reignite and, and you have to repeat everything all over again. And it would have peaked at, at what, 80,000 people infected. Yeah. Which is not, if they're telling the truth, is yeah. not that big a deal. So here's the, here's the problem. This is going to last us, you know, three to seven months minimum. Uh, and we're going to go through other cycles. If we can get through the summer, it's going to come back worse. Look at the pandemics in the past. It's a year into it, a year and a half into it. To me, that says we're going to have significant down for a significant period of time. We're going to go through tough, tough times. Economically? I mean, obviously, as well as the the actual situation. I'm talking about economically alone. The whole situation, this is going to change. We will be different people, and I'm talking globally, on the other side of this. When this is all passed, we, we will be doing things then that will remain with us forever that we would have never done today. Mm-hmm. It's going to change p- the way people work, the way we interact, the software, the systems. Absolutely everything is going to change because of this. And I don't, I don't want you to freak out. You should not freak out. If you are young and you have your money in the stock market and you're 40, Leave it in the stock market. Leave it in the stock market because you can never predict the top. You can never predict the bottom. Leave it in. It will eventually come back. If you're somebody, I'm 56. I'd like to be able to say when I'm 65, you know what? I just want to go and do something else. Uh, I could be wiped out. You know, if this continues to go on, you could Mm -hmm. be wiped out. If you're 60, 65, Get your money out of the stock market. Take your loss now. It's going to be a, like, a rough couple of months. I mean, even mm. when people try to blow it off, and they're like, "Oh, it's just, you know, it's just like the flu." First of all, the flu is serious. But remember, let's just say it is like the flu. The flu year one really sucked. I don't yeah. know if anyone's noticed that. Year two, this is, is really year true. two was worse. Yeah, year one oh two is what we're talking about today, mm-hmm. right? Like in year one oh two, well, we've been able to get a handle on it, and I think the same thing is true with this. But year, and we have a much better system now too. It's I don't think it's going to be nineteen eighteen, but we. Don't, but it is uh, a scary. Well, it's time. worse in some ways could, because yeah. of the mobility of the of the yeah. people of the planet, right? Mm-hmm. And the fact, and the fact that. Uh, we are seeing now that self-isolation is helpful. But unless the people take it seriously, we are going to go just the way of Germany, just the way of France, just the way of, of Italy, which is not good in case you haven't been paying attention because the people didn't self-isolate. And I want to show you later on in the program exactly what that means. You've got to take this seriously right now. You should show the really quick video of Rudy Gobert from the Utah Jazz and how unseriously he was taking it. Two days later, he's got the virus. All right. Mm. Thank you so much. All right. Let me tell you about our uh, sponsor this half hour. Honey is a great way to save a buttload of money. 
Right now, you want to save money. Anything you do, don't stop spending. Please, that makes things worse. Yeah, you might be doing some online shopping coming up in the next couple months, so you might want to have Honey on your computer. You are. So, Honey is a free online shopping tool that automatically finds the best promo codes and applies them to your cart. So you just download Honey to your computer, then you shop your favorite websites like normal. I did my homework on these, guys. I don't use Honey. My wife does. Stu does. Um, but I just don't do shopping online for a whole bunch of different reasons. Most of them are because I hate it. Uh, but anyway, uh, I did my homework on this. Well, how are you making money? Uh, why is it free? Because I know I'm always the, you're always the loser when it's free. What else are you getting from me if it's free? I've done my homework on this. They don't sell your information. They're not collecting information on you. They get paid by the people, uh, by the companies. Uh, So all you do is you do your regular shopping. Uh, You go to the top, you hit the honey button, and it will go and search for any coupon, any special, and it'll apply it. So you save money without any kind of hassle at all, without really even thinking. One click. Join uh, Honey for free. Go to joinhoney.com slash Beck. That's joinhoney.com slash Beck. It's an app. You put it on your, uh, on your computer, and you're saving money overnight. No downside to this. Joinhoney.com slash Beck. You're listening to Glenn Beck. All right, we've already hit that first uh, freeze. This is the second market freeze today uh, or this week. Uh, we are we stopped the markets at seven percent. Uh, we are now looking for the next freeze at thirteen percent, and they closed the market at a twenty percent drop. Some are saying we could see that full twenty percent drop today. Today, um, it's a. Uh, Hold on, gang. Hold on. Now, we have an update and some exclusive information coming your way from Washington uh, on Ukraine. Don't miss it. Next. You're listening to Glenn Beck. Today is a very, very important day. There's so much news that we have to get to. Coronavirus, the president's speech last night, the politics involved with all of this, the economy. We have just shut down uh, the uh, the Wall Street. Trading on Wall Street was shut down, gave a 10-minute pause. This is the second time this week. Some people are saying we might lose 20% today. I don't think that's happening, but we could lose 20% today. Things are on fire, but when this happens, that's when, as Rahm Emanuel used to say, never let a good emergency go to waste. That's when things just disappear. Something really important, two things really important happened yesterday that you need to know about. And we begin there in a quick 15-minute powerful interview and update next. This is the Glenn Beck Program. All right, want you to understand one thing when it comes to the coronavirus. This is not a snow event. Okay, most people will go out and they'll say, I'm going to go to Costco and I'm going to get, you know, some water and some cereal and whatever. Toilet paper, toilet paper, toilet paper. This is a snow event that is uh, happening all over the country at the same time all over the world. And what makes this a different kind of snow event, besides it's snowing everywhere, this one 
we have no idea how long it lasts. And I will give you our coronavirus update here in about an hour that you do not want to miss. I need you to understand this is going to be with us for a long time. This is going to be with us. This is not, well, at the end of April. Maybe if we're really lucky, things will clear up this summer, but then we're going back right into it in the fall. I want you to be prepared. Please, please do this now. Prepare yourself with emergency food storage. Uh, get as much as you can. Don't put yourself into debt or anything else. But, you know, you it, everybody should have at least two weeks of food. Okay? You're going to be impacted by coronavirus. So please have two weeks of food storage. I personally think three months is a really good rule of thumb. I have a year's worth. That's extreme. But we are looking at a massive event here. This is what us preppers have been prepping for. It's just come in a different package. Go to preparewithglenn.com right now and reserve your two or four week emergency food kit right now. Delivery is going to be delayed because they cannot. It's, this has gone up a hundredfold overnight. And so they're opening up new factories to be able to get it to you as soon as you can. But don't worry. This is going to be worse in two to four weeks, much worse than it is today. Please do this today. Preparewithglenn.com. Go there now. Preparewithglenn.com. So we had, um, as a source during our Ukraine specials, we did an interview with Andrei Teloshenko. He was the former advisor to the prosecutor general of Ukraine. He was also a former advisor to the first deputy prime minister of Ukraine. Uh, he had a lot of inside information, and we did an interview with him, a long-form interview. You can find it on the Glenn Beck podcast, wherever you find podcasts, or you can go to uh, blazetv.com and find that podcast. He is a, a Ukrainian national who is a patriot who found himself in the middle of, you know, really one of the biggest, I think, one of the biggest scandals in American history when it comes to a vice president and a president using another country to try to destroy a presidential candidate. And we're not talking about Donald Trump doing this. We're talking about Barack Obama and Joe Biden. Well, since all of this is blown over, there are people that are actually saying, you know what, we're not going to uh, give up. And, and Ron Johnson is one of them, the senator from Wisconsin. He had everything lined up yesterday for a vote to call uh, Andre Teloshenko as a witness. In fact, he was on his way from New York. He was on the train yesterday when we talked to him uh, off air. And he said, I've got new documents. I have all this stuff. And they're finally going to listen and then at the last minute, for some reason, and look it up, Stu, but I'll bet you Romney, uh, it fell apart at the last minute. So they didn't subpoena him. We want to spend 15 minutes with him, 10 minutes with him right now. We're going to hopefully do a long, you know, non-interrupted, long-form interview with him here in the next couple of days. But this is something you need to pay attention to um, because this, as we've said for the last year, must be exposed um welcome andre telejenko Tel how are you sir 
Hi, Greg. All good. How are you? Very good. Thank you so much for being on with us. Um, I want to just I, I, I got to move rather, rather rapidly today because of all the other news that is breaking. Um, but can you give us a hint of of why what you have to share is so important? You were on your way yesterday to Washington, expected to testify right away. There was just one vote uh, that was expected to be very easily in the favor of testimony. And it fell apart at the last minute. Do you know what, what, why it fell apart? I, I know it's to the Senate to decide what to do and what not to do. I'm a foreign citizen. But what I know is that there was one senator, a Republican, who backed out of the vote and there was right. not enough votes to get their vote. Was it Rob? Do you know who and it was? I don't want to comment on that. I think to you, as journalists, can make that uh, okay. the attention of the people. Okay. And I think we'll be not professional from my side if I do let that. Me ju- let me just uh, say, I, I, I have no, absolutely no information on this, but my gut says Romney. <laughs> Cough if that's wrong and you, uh, uh, if it's right and you don't have the coronavirus. Um, okay. okay. Yeah. yeah, that's what I thought. All right. So so you're no, you don't go to testify, but you have some really important new information there is a company called blue star strategies and we didn't really know this you were working you were hired by blue star strategies which was a company an american company that had been hired to improve the image of burisma and trying to get the all of the investigations to be dropped is that true yes that's correct they're a washington lobby swamp firm they are the owners of the firm, Karen Tramontano and Sally Painter, are former, uh, Karen is a former deputy chief of staff to Bill Clinton, and Sally Painter is a former advisor to Bill Clinton when he was president. Mm. And they are connected with Hillary, and their employees right now work with the Biden campaign team. So they are the firm that is working with the Democrats, and they are still consulting today, Burisma, and are lobbying for them today okay. even then they're not registered so they approached you and they wanted to enlist your help um and at the time i assume you didn't think there was anything nefarious about it yeah they approached me when i was working in the embassy in washington as a diplomat to arrange for the meetings with the prosecutor general's office with the top prosecutor of ukraine and i arranged meetings for with them for, for, for that office a couple of times and then they asked me if I want to work for them. I said, sure, I'll come South you some lobby firm. I did not think it was something different at that time. Yeah. Washington, American lobby firm, I think it's good for my reputation. And I did my job for a year with them. And uh, I didn't want to talk about them before. We only spoke last time with you about Shalupa yep, yep. and other events of the Ukrainian government. But after they started to threaten me, and after they started to say that if Biden becomes president, he won't be welcome to the United States and other events, I started to think I will go through with this because this might not end well. So that's what I'm trying to do today. And I have emails, communications with Blue Star Strategies for, throughout the time I worked for them, before and after, that I wanted to share with the Senate, which is relevant for the investigation. There's no Russia collusion here. It's just documents. Okay, can you so tell you me what's... Can you give me a... Can you give me a preview of what are, what's in those documents? Talks about their clients in Ukraine, one of them who we all know, Burisma, and uh, what they wanted to find out from the Ukraine government 
uh, talks about high arranged meetings for them in the prosecutor's office and how they tried to get the prosecutor to get the Maurice McCabe dropped. All, all of that is on those emails. Some of them already gave the Senate. I need a subpoena for because I had an undisclosure agreement. And that's what we were waiting for yesterday, to get that subpoena, to file all the documents, to get my testimony and get it over with. Okay. So w- was this coming from Blue Star or uh, was this coming from the Democrats, Obama administration or Biden? This was coming from Blue Star, and they were connected to Biden by favors and by things Biden personally asked Sally and Karen Comitano to do while they worked for for Barista. Okay, so so because I want to make sure that we we are clear on something, and we're going to spend some real time. And I am so sorry uh, today that I mean what you have to say is so important. But unfortunately, because the world's on fire, um, I've got to deal with. I thank you for telling the truth. I thank, I thank you for telling the truth. And people watch you in Ukraine also. So thank yeah, you. no, I, I think what's happened to your country and, and, and our country is just unbelievable. You, when you went in for that White House meeting that we've talked about before, um, you all were brought over. All the prosecutors and everything were brought over. And it was to do, hey, let's learn how American justice can help clean up your country. And it turned into yeah. something where you said it was it was really just to get dirt on the campaign uh, for the Donald Trump campaign. And uh, what was his name? Paul Manafort. And you said that when you were pulled off to the side, this group was pulled off to the side. What you saw wasn't about anything other than paul manafort um can you can you verify that and tell me about how you believe now chalupa uh no not chalupa but uh caramella uh the the whistleblower that shall not be named and others in that meeting that organized it that they were doing this at yeah. the request of biden yes because they were working for biden they were not doing this on their own they were in the National Security Council, advisors to the Vice President of the United States, uh, Joe Biden, Liz Santos, Eric Chermanella, and a third person. They talked about uh, party regions, Manafort, and getting prepared for the Black Ledger, the allegedly Black Ledger investigation. So and this was this was the, the Vice President using his office and the National Security Council to actually target a presidential candidate yes and do you have documents or anything else that can prove that in your testimony that you wanted to share with the senate i have i have the letter from the department of justice that invited those prosecutors over i have a schedule by the department of justice where it says where the meeting took place 1600 Penn avenue yeah and they have names eric Chermanella, liz Ventus from the National Security Council, who are there, put in the schedule. It's stated in the schedule who were they meeting with those prosecutors. And then I have other witness testimonies from the prosecutor who was there, Lazar Kowalski, confirming that two weeks later when he came back to Ukraine, the U.S. Embassy told him again to look into Paul Manafort and the alleged black legend. 
Um, do, do you have any idea the I mean, have you talked to Ron Johnson about this? Is there is there any movement to get this back onto the docket docket so you can actually share your testimony? Uh, from what I understand, I did not talk to Mr. Johnson uh, yet, but I did. I was in contact with the staff and they did ask for more documents to come in. I did share with them some of the documents which I talked to you about right now. Yeah. And it's just, from what I understand, from what I hear in Washington, it's going to continue. Okay. But we, we all have to be smart to continue it in the legal right manner. Correct. So it won't be also politicized by the Democrats. Okay. So, um, Andre, I really, really appreciate you talking to us. If there's any way that we can help you, um, please let us know if there's you know, we'll reach out to Senator Johnson's office today as well. We've got to try to get this uh, blockage. You know, maybe we should try we some colon blow support. on okay. Romney. Um, but uh, if we can get that blockage. Senator Johnson needs your support. Yes. Senator so, Johnson needs your support and people's support because he's fighting for this for the truth. Right. Okay. So I would love to spend more time with you. Thank you for spending a few minutes with us today. Um, Andre Telesenko, um, a, a Ukrainian, at one point high ranking uh, official in their justice uh, system, um, working for the prosecutors that Biden uh, smeared. And uh, this is something we must get to the bottom of hmm. Romney. Thank you, Mitt. Um, we'll get uh, more. See if you can schedule him on Jason for maybe, I don't know, as soon as we can. And in a format where I don't have to worry about time and and other things. Thank you so much. All right. Uh, we're going to go back to coronavirus here in just a minute. Also, we're going to talk to Jerry Wayne. He is that Michigan auto worker that confronted Joe Biden about, you know, trying to take our guns away. Wanted to talk to him and, uh, and j- just have a look at where he's where he's at and uh, and what his experience was like and how he's being treated now. Patriot Mobile is a company that if you're going to spend a dime, if you're going to spend a dime on anything, please spend that dime on something that is not working against you all the time. You think your cell service is just providing cell service. Wouldn't it be nice if people would just stay in their lane? These cell phone companies are not staying in their own lane. They are actually taking their profits and they are reinvesting, which they have a right to do. They're reinvesting in things like pro-abortion, Planned Parenthood, anti-Second Amendment, anti-free speech stuff. It's crazy what these companies are doing. This is all something that really started with the Tides Foundation back in the 80s. And no one's doing anything about it because... You're like, I can't, I just need my cell phone. I need good cell service. Well, everybody is using the same cell towers now. So everybody gets pretty much the same coverage. Patriot Mobile is a company that was started by veterans because they believe in America. They believe in your rights and they don't want to be, they don't want to be slaves to the big cell phone companies that are working against you. So they started this company years ago and it is fantastic. You get the same great cell service. You get better customer service. uh, You get a better price and they're actually working for the things you believe in. Hey, cell companies, can you hear me frickin' now? I don't want any more of that stuff. 
Stop working against me. Please switch your cell service now. Patriot Mobile. Go to Patriot Mobile. You'll get free activation when you use the offer code Beck. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Use the promo code Beck. Get a free gift when you open a new line. Call their U.S.-based customer. By the way, I know what that gift is. It's no big deal. But I will tell you this. When you see it, you'll know exactly who you're dealing with. You, and you would never get it from AT&T or Verizon or any of those companies. Never would they give this to you. Patriot Mobile is. Call their U.S.-based customer service team now at 972-PATRIOT, 972-PATRIOT, or go to patriotmobile.com slash Beck. Hey, cell companies, you're about to hear us now. Patriotmobile.com slash Beck. 10 seconds, station ID. All right. Welcome to the welcome to the program. We're glad you're here. I want you to understand that we are what we're dealing with with coronavirus. The president, I think, was out of sorts last night. Uh, apparently had a big ink stain on his shirt from a pen right before he goes on. C-SPAN had the mics open. It was kind of a Ronald Reagan. We launch in a few minutes and he said the F word. Can somebody help me? I've got a big ink stain now in my front of my shirt. And so well, the effort was front. I thought it was a totally yeah, different effort. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so he was out of sorts. Uh, I've never seen him struggle like that before uh, on something this important. It's also not his, you know, it's not his forte. speech is, is not really his forte. No, it's but, not. I mean, he needed it. It was important. It was. And uh, and look, we, you know, actions are the most important thing here, of course. Yes. Um, so and I know that, you know, obviously, Mike, this is sort of a it does feel like a Mike Pence type of moment where he's he's like really well equipped for this type of thing, yes. which is why it was smart to put him in charge of it. But he's but you know what? The president is equipped to make the final decisions. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? He's sure. just not right now, you know, because everyone is against no matter what he does. Uh, he's in a really tough situation and he has to bowl a 300. He's got to do it if he's going to win. Uh, so here's the president last night addressing the nation saying, look, we're going to make this because we're Americans. But what he was the underlying tone on this was you must act right now. That's why he said, you know what? No travel from Europe. If you're a European and you want to come over and visit, visit us. Some other time for 30 days, no travel. One of the reasons why he did this is because in France, they didn't cancel the Smurf conference. Smurfathon. Yeah. There was a uh, lot of people dressed up as Smurfs. It was uh-huh. like tens of thousands. Yeah. Wasn't it? And they all gathered together and they're all dressed as Smurfs. And the <laughs> government said, you know what? Hey, we all need some laughs right now. Yeah, we do. Go watch the Smurfs on cartoons. If that's what you that what makes you laugh. Right now is not the time to do that. Uh, I mean, one of the funniest things I've I've read since the global warming conferences were canceled due to snowstorms, the coronavirus conference in Washington, D.C. was canceled because of the coronavirus. Things are changing rapidly, and we, the last thing we need to do is just start congregating. And I want to really spend some time on that up in about a half an hour on our coronavirus update we also have jeff brown he's going to talk to us a little bit about uh the coronavirus some really good news that is is coming on the on the uh, vaccine front he's got some good news on that we'll talk a little bit about the economy 
and Jerry Wayne about the guy who is going to be the nominee for president, Joe Biden, his confrontation with him. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. So here's the thing that I, I really want to talk to you about. Right now is the time to get your finances in order. Yesterday, I was talking to my wife. We were talking about a few things, and she said, you know, should we, refi- should we refinance the house? We had a really good interest rate um, that, you know, we've talked about refinancing. Right now is the time to refinance. Uh, I think it's going to get harder to get loans in the future. We're going to go back kind of where we were in 2008 eventually, I think. It's going to get harder to get loans, uh, especially for your houses. But we are approaching negative interest rates. Okay, Right now, we're approaching 0% interest rates. If you can refinance your house, you can do a consolidation loan with all of your credit cards that are even at 10%. A lot of them are at 21% interest. You will be able to make massive changes in your life financially for the good. Please call American Financing, 800-906-2440, AmericanFinancing.net. Do it now. BlazeTV.com. The promo code is Glenn. You're going to save 10 bucks off your subscription. Get all the best in the conservative programming. BlazeTV.com. This is the first pandemic that can be controlled. This, according to the WHO, it is officially now a global pandemic. They announced they made that announcement yesterday. We found out from the president that uh, no travel from Europeans to the United States for 30 days. Uh, He's talking about massive packages to the American people, including a tax holiday uh, or at least deferred um, small business loans. Uh, up to $50 billion in, in money accessible. The immediate reaction from the Democrats was, this is ridiculous. We need more food stamps. I mean, it's, it's crazy what's going on. We really have to pay attention to what Congress is doing because, believe me, they will not waste uh, this uh, opportunity. They will not waste this election uh, or this, this coronavirus em- uh, emergency because of the election coming up and the media is in overdrive trying to make the president look bad we'll tell you the truth when he screws up we'll tell you when he doesn't we'll tell you um we want to be fair and objective uh because this is way too important if you remember during the election of 2008 there was a guy named joe the plumber who said you know i've worked hard for my business and you know you want to tax me more and give it to other people and that's when barack obama really kind of outed himself as a guy who believed in the Marxist uh, tendencies of share the wealth. And he had that amazing exchange where he's like, I just think there's comes a time where you've made too much money. Uh, that didn't stop America from voting for Barack Obama, but it was a wake up call to many people. I think now not Joe the plumber. I think there is a Jerry, the auto worker. He's a guy who was meeting with Joe Biden in a group of auto workers uh, just before the uh, just before the primary. And he just asked the vice president a question about taking guns and the president unloaded on him. Uh, and it was quite an amazing exchange. We have uh, Jerry with us now. Um, and his name is Jerry Wayne. 
He was on with uh, Dave Rubin yesterday. I called Dave and said, hey, Dave, can you give me Jerry's phone number? Thank you very much for coming on this program uh, as well, Jerry. Appreciate it. Yeah, thank you very much. I appreciate you having me on. Uh, so let me let me ask you a couple of questions first. Are you because we didn't see any of the interaction prior to and the vice president came after you like you were a jerk and an enemy. Can you tell me, was there anything that we didn't see before that video that that put you in a position to where he thought this, this guy is just going to attack me? No, uh, on all the videos, I think they captured just about everything. Some of the videos you got to fish through, though, to see uh, exactly what my question was. I was quite respectful and uh, articulate with my question. I took some time to actually uh, to, to write it and, yeah. and, and get to be able to actually move forward on that. Because yeah. you were reading it off of your cell phone, and did you had an expectation of meeting him, or is that it was just in case you had a moment you wanted to ask this question? Yeah, I had no idea that I was going to be able to ask the question. I just wanted to be prepared in case I did have the opportunity. Okay. I mean, how many ch- chances do you get to, to do that? Right. Now, you are a uh, long-term auto worker. You're a strong union guy. Are you, was, was this an honest question? And I, I, I mean it this way. There are people who are asking questions because they want to make a point. And then there's others who... Um, may make a point while doing it, but they're asking because they really want to know because Joe Biden might have been a candidate that they might have voted for. Are you a guy who has voted for Democrats before, would consider uh, a a Democrat or not? Um, yeah, so, uh, well, first of all, I'm not, I'm not an auto worker. I'm a millwright by trade. I'm a union millwright. And yes, you're right. I'm very, very strong with the union. Okay. Um, I, yeah, I, I really support them. Um, yeah, I uh, I think I was on yeah the show last night. I said I didn't vote for Trump uh, last election. Okay. Um, I, uh, I I you I grew up Democrat for okay. sure. Um, I'm I don't I don't choose either side right now. I'm uh, I'm just an American. You. That's all I am. Good for you. Okay, so y- you um, ask your question about you say you know he's taking the taking you're you, you're going to be taking our guns. Can you tell us the question that you actually asked him? Um, I can, uh, I can paraphrase. paraphrase I yeah. don't have it in front yeah, of yeah. me. That's fine. Um, yeah. So there is actually, uh, uh, two questions in there. One, I was curious about how, uh, he was going to keep us working like we are now. Right now our work is, we're doing really, really well. All, all right. the trades are out there making, uh, working a ton of hours and putting a lot of money into our pensions. And he wants to come here and say that he can do a better job. So I asked him how he was going to do that. I wanted him to tell me what his plan was to make it even better than what it is right now. Because okay. it's, uh, it's doing really well at the moment. All right. Um, and then I, uh, I wanted to see how he was going to obtain our votes. There's, there's, a, there's a quite a large percentage of people that want to uh, hold their guns. And they also want the Democratic Party to, uh, to, to represent their unions. And I don't see how you're going to split that right down the middle and get both uh, things done and get, the, and get the vote. So that's not an adversarial question. That is... You know, basically, I would read that as I want to vote for a Democrat, but I'm worried that, A, you don't have a plan that's going to make things better. You can say that, but I want to actually hear your plan. I want to believe you. And second, I'm really concerned because you guys keep talking about taking guns. I want a Democrat to win, but you're going to take our guns. Is that when he turned on you? 
Um, well, well ju- just to back it up a little bit, it's not, I don't care if it's a Democrat, Republican, or anything. I just, I want somebody in right. office with more. But you're willing, it's not like, you Democrats are all going to, it wasn't that. Right. No, right. Okay. No, I didn't, yeah. All right. So, and is that when the tone completely changed in your mind with him? The gun question? Um, yeah. Well, the, well, his first remark, uh, what kind of made me uh, get, be drawn back a little bit, you know? Um, but I kind of just let him dig his own hole after that. So, um, it, it, was it a surprise to you that he, that he reacted that way to you? Uh, yeah, for being a politician, I, did, I didn't expect that whatsoever. I kind of expected him to just uh, tell me like, Hey, uh, we're not taking questions right now, you know, and just kind of go around go around the bush a little bit. Right. Um, uh, but I think he showed up there knowing that, you know, the unions there and then the Democrats usually you know, win unions and stuff like that. And I think he wanted to go there just for a quick stunt yeah. and get our vote and walk out. I don't think he was prepared for to it. Earn it. So um, when his aide said, OK, all right, we're going to move on. He hushed. He hushed her uh, pretty sternly. Yeah. Uh, what was what? your reaction to that? Uh, I didn't really pay much attention to it. I figured, you know, they had their own, you know, professional relationship. They're going to do whatever they're going to do. That's not what I was there for. I was there to make a stand. Yeah. I was there to, to call him out on something, and I want him to be able to respectfully articulate what his actual plan is to do it. Because if you're going to go out and try to take our guns, it's not, we're not going to go easy. So when he said, I'm, well, I'm not going to come for your guns, I, I own a shotgun. Um, and then he started talking about the AR-14s. Um, w- when he said to you, "You're a liar," basically, "You're a liar." Mm-hmm. You know, you're you're saying you brought up the viral video that was on CNN. It wasn't doctored. Yeah. It was a con- it was a conversation with CNN, and he absolutely denied that that was even real. Do you think yeah, he that, knew what that caught me? Go ahead. Yeah, that, that that caught me off guard more than uh, him. His initial response, uh, I was I was expecting him to be like, yeah, we are going to take them and stuff like that. And I tell you what, I would have respected that a lot more than him beating around a bush and trying right. to, to back up a little bit. Um, at least then we can have a conversation about it and move forward. You know, and the, the reason I, I sat there and uh, he kind of got aggressive with me, but I wanted to listen. And I think that's what America's uh, lacking right now is people yeah. actually wanting to listen to each other. And I wanted to give him that opportunity. And I listened to him. And not only did I hear him, but all of America did. So let me play what he said that was, you know, the viral video. Oh, yeah, they're all doctored. Here's what he actually said. And how do you translate this into anything other than, yeah, I am coming for your gun. Listen. Buy an assault weapon that has multiple rounds or buy an assault weapon that has 100 rounds. Even though it may not, you can't point to the fact that it, in fact, had stopped it before. Do you want more of them on the street? Do we want to do that? So to, to to gun owners out there who say, well, a Biden administration means they're going to come for my guns. Bingo. You're right. If you have an assault weapon, the fact of the matter is they should be illegal, period. OK, what's your problem with that, Jerry? And I mean this sincerely, you know, he's just saying it's assault weapon. You can keep your gun, just not that kind of gun. You know, the reason he wants to go after these, quote unquote, assault weapons, these, these long guns. Why is that? Is it because they're so accurate? Because I tell you what, handguns kill more people than these so-called assault weapons. 
So if he really cared for the American people, don't you think he'd be going after them? Because he's not. And that makes me feel as if there's an underlying issue there. And that makes me want to hold on to him just that much more. Now, what is the reaction to you now? Have you had fallout at work? The people that were around you? What what is your life been like in the immediate? He just walked away. What did the people around you do? And how are you being affected positively or negatively now in your life? Well, uh, it's, it's been quite a roller coaster. Um, yeah, when I was there, there was quite a few people that were not happy with the question that I asked. I was definitely rubbing against the grain there. And uh, I think it was, it was just more important for me to stand up for America than it was the people around me. Um, but I tell you what, since then, I have had a flood of support from my peers and unions across the nation. Really? Yes. In what way? In saying that uh, they, they, some people call me a patriot, some people are calling me a hero, and uh, if that's what they want to call me, that's great. Uh, I'm, I'm just a guy. I'm, I'm just a guy that wanted to say something on his mind to a peer of mine who happened to be Joe Biden. I think it's important that people know that, that Joe Biden is nothing more than a peer. Really good point. What is the, what's the general takeaway you hope people get from that interaction? There's two things. One, take time and actually listen to each other, even if it is an opposition, because you might learn something. And two, stand up. As an American, it is your duty. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Jerry Wayne, uh, the man who confronted Joe Biden and was called um, full of excrement by the vice president. And he uh, never denied it. Never <laughs> once in that call did he deny he's full of it. Yeah, never. No. I didn't even catch that, Stu. I should have asked him. <laughs> yeah, you didn't press him. Yeah, yeah you're, you're not a very shoot. good interviewer, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but I will say, he did not seem uh, to be adversarial. He did not seem at all to have some I thought those were reasonable questions. Right. Totally. And, and there's a certain brand of person who, like, wants a YouTube hit. I'm going to have this big YouTube moment with yeah. Joe Biden. That yeah. was not what that was. Yeah, no. You watch the full interview with him with Dave Rubin. You can find it at uh, Blaze, uh, blazetv.com. Use blazetv.com slash Glenn. Promo code Glenn. You're going to save 10%. But uh, Dave Rubin, if you don't know who he is, you need to know who Dave Rubin is. He is He's just fantastic. And in curious, he was a guy who was way on the other side. Worked with Jank or Sank or whatever his name is. Worked with that guy. Uh, at Young Turks and woke up and was like, wow, I am standing with the wrong people. Uh, and is truly a remarkable man. You can check out Dave Rubin on his uh, podcast, wherever you find podcasts. And also you can get the whole archive and everything else at uh, blazetv.com slash Glenn. All right. Kevin is one of those wonderful people that God put on the earth seemingly just to make people like me look bad. He's a runner. Uh, he runs half marathons. <laughs> quitter uh he runs them in texas you know um which is you know basically uh i don't i don't know just a, just a hell on earth running a marathon in texas i don't think so i mean it would be worse maybe in in colorado where you're running up the side of the mountain but here i mean hello have you seen the temperatures he was running these all the time until his knees began to worsen got so bad that eventually he couldn't run past five or six miles huh what a weekly uh Again, people like Kevin just put here to make me look bad. Kevin started taking Relief Factor because he heard that it might help his aches and pains. Sure enough, within a few weeks of starting on it, Kevin's knees were back to normal. He's got his life back. Kevin, I will cheer you on from the comfort of my own car. 
I don't know if you know this, but God wanted us to run. He wouldn't have invented cars. When taken properly, relief factor attacks the inflammation. And he did, by the way. It's all him. Uh, Much of our pain comes from inflammation. It works for 70% of the people who take it. It costs $19.95 to start their three-week quick start trial. If you want a drug-free, natural way to ease your pain and get your life back, go to relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. You're listening to Glenn Beck. Really important coronavirus uh, update coming for you in just a few minutes. We do coronavirus updates in hour number three every single day. Um, the information today is really, really good. Stuff that you need to know. Um, last night was just surreal. Is it starting to be surreal for everybody else yet? Is it starting to feel real at all for people? Oh, I think it's totally hitting that point. I mean, last night you watch the NBA fill a stadium with fans in Oklahoma City. Say go home. And then say, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, due for uh, unforeseen uh, circumstances, uh, game's canceled. See you later. You're all safe, though. You're all safe. Don't worry. You're all safe. They literally said this over the PA. Then everyone goes home. We found out one of the one of the players, one player, tests positive uh, for uh, coronavirus. They cancel the whole season or suspend the whole season until further, further notice. The NCAA tournament is supposed to play with no players. Italy is closed, basically. They're only allowing grocery stores, banks, and pharmacies, I think. You know open. what's crazy is yesterday I was just talking to somebody in Rome, and she was torn. She's like, you know what? It's really, it's not so bad. We're all being, you know, having common sense. We still gather, just not in big numbers, and we're allowed to go out, and stores are open and stuff, but we're all using common sense. An hour later, they stop all of that. Mm. Um, and I'm going to show you the difference between the West and China and why this could be worse in the West. And it's just choices that we have to make in the West. You are expected to be a responsible citizen. Unfortunately, uh, there's a lot of people who are like, oh, it's no big deal. This is a very, very big deal. We're not all going to die, but this is a very big deal. And I'll explain that to you in today's coronavirus update, which is coming up next. You're listening to Glenn Beck. So if you are a thinking person that has been worried about the coronavirus, but you're not panicking, you probably are like most people. You're like, I don't know exactly what to do. Should I wait for more information? Should I do something today? If so, what? I mean, I don't want to panic, but I also don't want to be behind the curve. How many cases of corona are right around me? What happens if they start to materialize? What do I do? When do I do it? Well, coronavirus is coming to you. It's coming at an exponential speed now, gradually, and then boom, it's everywhere. It's a matter of days, maybe a week to 14. But when it does, your hospital, your healthcare system is going to be overwhelmed. Your fellow citizens and maybe you will be treated in a hallway or in a gym. 
Who's going to get the oxygen? Who's going to die? The only way to do this is to social distance and do voluntarily what China did, you know, through authoritarian rule. That means stay home. Do things you're supposed to do right now. Well, there's not a lot of cases. The coronavirus update today, we're going to take that on. There's not a lot of cases. No, you're just not seeing them. We'll give you the evidence of that in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. All right, I want to talk to you a little bit about Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com. This is something that I just started feeding my dog, Uno, who is a different dog. I've got to take some video of him next couple of days because I'm going to be spending a lot of time at home. Uh, I'll take some video of him uh, recently. He is a different dog. He is up on his feet immediately. He's running around in the yard uh, he has, you know, if I had one of those little yappy dogs, yipe, 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 I wouldn't feed that dog rough greens. Cause I don't want any more of that running around in the yipe, yipe all the time, but rough greens. And I know if you have a yappy dog, you love the little yappy dog and that's great. And you want him to live forever and you want him to be, well, not forever. That's a little spooky, but you want him to be really, really healthy, right? Rough greens has changed the health of my dog. I'm convinced of it. And I took it to the vet. I, I said, hey, we're starting to do some things with, with rough greens and I'm making his own food and I'm adding this. And she looked at uh, my wife and said, could you please send me uh, the bag of that so you I see what's in it? Just shoot a picture of the back of the bag so I know what's in it. Uh, and she was like, you got to be careful. A lot of this stuff is crap, blah, blah, blah. She called us right back and she's like, this stuff is fantastic. Yes, feed it to your dog. It's not food. It's a supplement. And so whatever you're feeding your dog, you just add a scoop of this uh, in the morning and at night. And there they change. They really do. I don't care about his coat. It's, oh, it's light and fluffy and it's so wonderful. That's great and everything. But what I want to see is I want to see healthy changes in him and see it through his activity and his eyes and everything else. I've never seen my dog like this. I wish I would have been feeding him food with this stuff in it for his whole life. It's really remarkable. It's rough greens. I want you to try it for 14 days. You'll start to see. And I mean, as start to see. I thought I was seeing differences 14 days in. I'm now what two months into it or a month and a half into it. And it's a huge difference in Uno. You want your dog to thrive? Try Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com, RoughGreens.com. Do I need to use a promo code or anything on this? Uh, yeah, just go to RoughGreens.com slash Beck, or you can call them at 833-GLEN-33, 833-GLEN-33, RoughGreens.com slash Beck. All right, I want to give you our coronavirus update here quickly. Um, we have confirmed cases now, 127,000. That's up from 126,000 yesterday. Total confirmed deaths, 4,641. That's up about 300. Patients that have recovered, 68,000 plus. Now 125 countries have confirmed cases, up from 120 yesterday. This is the best news. The, cons- the cases considered serious, requiring hospitalization, is down again today, down from 12% to 11%. We now have 1,336 confirmed cases here in the United States and 38 deaths. 
That number is about to go through the roof, and you will understand in the next 30 minutes exactly why and what to do about it. All 50 states have at least now one confirmed case or one presumptive case. President Trump banned travel from mainland Europe last night for 30 days. UK travel not currently affected, but they seem to be doing pretty well with this. Ban will limit human travel. Cargo-only travel will not face any restrictions at this time. The order is effective as of today, March 12, 2020. President Trump indicated that he will consider other travel bans from any hotspots as a means to follow the CDC recommendations to prevent bringing more infected people into the U.S. Inbound travel to the U.S. is now restricted for over a third of the world's population, including China, the U.K., Korea, Japan, Hong Kong, and Iran. But we all know, thank God we have the press, we all know he's only doing this to Europe because they're different. They look so different in Germany and Sweden and France. Um, the um, Congress was told yesterday that COVID-19 is 10 times more lethal than the flu. If that comes as a shock to you, that you haven't been paying attention. That's right now 10 times uh, more fatal than the flu. Uh, containing the influx of infected people coming from other countries is super important, but also social distancing and isolation of the sick. Bottom line is Congress was told this is going to get much worse quickly. The U.S. stock market is taking a beating. We've now into the uh, a bear market. We must be doing OK. We already closed once today. We took another breather on the stock market. It was open for maybe 10 minutes uh, before they can you stop coughing while I do this too? it's really it's freaking me out man uh, <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, can you just check on the stock market I don't see it up in front of me uh, how we're doing we 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 took another 10 minute breather I'm shocked that those things work uh, but this is something that was put into the stock market as a safety valve uh, just in case panic starts Currently um, down 1,900 points, 8%. Mm, uh, how much? 8%? Mm. We were down as much as 10% this morning. It stopped at 7, then it shot back up to 10. The next time they stop it, if it has to be stopped today, we'll be at 13% losses. They'll stop it for 10 minutes. Hopefully, everybody gain their senses. And then uh, it officially closes for the day if we ever hit 20%. So they stop it at 7%, then at 13%, then they stop it for the day at 20 hopefully. We won't get to that, but I will tell you, um, we are in for a very long haul. This is not something that is going to be over quickly. President Trump also taking a beating in his approval rating. Daily tracking poll, he stood at 1% net approval. That's uh, approve minus disapprove on February 25th. Yesterday, it just came out, he is now 11 points underwater. That's a 12-point swing on the online uh, phone-based survey. The president's handling of coronavirus cited as the major reason for the shift in voter attitudes. Um, This is a ridiculous charge, in my opinion. Are there things that we could have done faster? Yes. Are there things we could have done differently? Yes. Um, But uh, I don't... I mean, he gets blamed for whatever he does. Uh, Yesterday, they were, I can't believe he's not doing enough. Okay, we're going to cancel all... Uh, air travel for anybody who wants to come here for the next 30 days from you know Europe where it's just exploding I can't believe he's doing that do you know what that's going to co- I mean he can't win 
Joe Biden staffer accuses of Trump of deciding to let coronavirus get out of hand. This is a senior staffer. The digital director of the campaign tweeted yesterday. Sure seems like this is getting out of hand and Donald Trump decided to let it be this way. The tweet comes as Trump asked all Americans to put politics aside, stop the partisanship and unify as one nation and one family. Um, the calls for the staffer to apologize gone unanswered nobody's answering that phone maybe because maybe because joe biden's expected to answer and he's like i keep hearing this ringing noise i don't know what it is um the who finally calls covid19 a pandemic we've known this for a while they actually uh said yesterday speculation i should say those around suggested that the who did not call this a pandemic of a couple of weeks earlier when we all knew what it was it had fit the official uh definition but the reason why they didn't say that it was a pandemic is because they were afraid that people would go pow jeez well if it's a pandemic there's nothing we can do the decision came out yesterday to finally call this a pandemic because they're hoping that they can get people from throwing up their arms and saying see this is really no big deal it's a very very big deal New obstacles to testing in the U.S., lack of critical uh, region chemicals. This is going to be a mounting problem. We need certain chemicals. We've been foolish. This really started under Clinton and then just spiraled under control. I've been talking about it now over three decades. This has been a uh, topic of, uh, of, of mine saying we are foolish to give everything to China. They are taking control of our drugs, and if they ever turn into an enemy, they control what we can do. They control the medicine on the battlefield for America. Now the battlefield is America, and it's not bullets, it's the coronavirus, and we need our own services, and we need critical infrastructure here but this has been a 30-year spiral out of control it's going to take us a while between 70 million and 150 million americans they're now saying are going to be infected with this fighting to make this one percent a reality the case fatality rate of one percent is the goal let me say that again fighting to make the one percent death rate a reality is a goal it's not automatic the one case uh, the one percent case mortality rate for covid19 is not something that is consistent everywhere one percent or less is achievable and possible but it assumes infected people get critical medical care and every single one of us now has a role to play and we must take personal responsibility your role is very simple don't spread the disease don't get the disease don't uh, expose yourself to large groups and i'm going to give you some information here in just a second that will show you this is easier than you think um, and in some ways harder than you think only if you don't realize it's already here it's already here as we've seen in China, Iran, Italy, case fatality rates, 3.5% in China, 8% in Iran, 6% in Italy are probable with COVID-19 once the hospital systems become overwhelmed. 
There's a goal that each of us should have. Do everything you can to not get infected. Wash your hands. Don't touch your face. Clean the surfaces that you touch all the time. Socially distance yourself from others. This will happen to you. I've been saying this for a while. We're all going to get this. And the reason why I've been saying it is because I want people to understand Oh, this is never going to happen to me. It's not going to come here. It's not going to really be a problem. It's going to happen to you. Now, how can I say that with such assurance? Well, I will give you that information here in one minute. Let me tell you, today as I got up this morning and I could just barely walk my back. I don't know what I did. I must have thrown it out just by picking up a pencil or something again. Uh, and I am so glad that I am sitting in an X chair today. I am a big fan of comfort, but today this lumbar support is really helping me. Um, we have 10 different settings on the back of an X chair, 10 different settings. Nobody else has this. This is great for a comfortable chair. This is not a chair made for people with back problems. It's just made the best, high-quality, most comfortable chair for offices that you've ever sat in, bar none. Um, however, it has a dynamic variable lumbar support that has 10 different settings. And I will tell you, I have back problems. I couldn't, I could barely get out of the car this morning. I could barely walk around to my chair and I sat down in my chair and thank God it's an X chair. It's on sale now for a hundred dollars off. Go to xchairbeck.com. That's xchairbeck.com or call 844-4X-CHAIR. xchairbeck.com. Use the promo code BECK. You'll get a free set of the new X wheels with your chair. It's xchairbeck.com. Promo code BECK. We break for 10 seconds. All right, so I want to talk to you um, a little bit uh, about uh, a story that I found today in um, Medium. And we'll, we'll pass it on to you. Uh, I'll post it at glenbeck.com so you have it. But it's really important that you listen to some of the information that is coming out. I'm posting something else, and if you missed it earlier in today's show, I gave you the stats of of how this is going to overwhelm our hospital system. And it's only a matter of time. That doesn't mean that you panic. That just means you have the information. So you understand what's coming. So you can do your, your part in making sure that you don't get it or you don't help spread it. Uh, first, uh, we, we need to talk about coronavirus. How many people are going to have it around you? How many people are going to have it in your uh, area of influence in your community. Total number of cases grew exponentially until China contained it. But then it leaked outside. Pandemic can't be stopped at this point. It's as of today, this is mostly due to Italy, Iran, and South Korea. There are dozens of countries now with exponential growth rates. Most of them today are Western, and the United States has just crossed the line into exponential growth. Let me give you some history and perspective. On January 21st, the number of new diagnosed cases was exploding. There were about 100 new cases. But in reality, in reality, there's the shadow stat, if you will, what we know and then what's actually happening. So what was actually happening, we said there's 100 new cases today. But 
actually there were 1500 new cases that day growing exponentially the authorities didn't know this all we knew is that there was suddenly 100 new cases of this illness two days later they shut down wuhan at that point the number of diagnosed daily new cases was only 400 note that number only 400 and I remember saying on the air, if there's only 400 cases, why would they shut a city of millions down? It made no sense. But here's what they didn't know at the time, but suspected. There weren't 400 new cases that day. There were actually 2,500 new cases that day. After 24 hours, they closed another 15 cities, shut down. Really? There was like 600 cases then. Up until January 30, uh, 23rd, until Wuhan closed, it was growing exponentially. The cases were exploding. Now, the official cases were growing exponentially for 12 more days. It looked like this thing was still exploding. But at that time, it wasn't. It had already exploded. The numbers that you hear every day are actually behind the official numbers are are not capturing the growth and then they're telling you it's still growing when it's not and that's really important that you say here's the official number and here are the true cases the st- the work that china did cannot be done in the west they set up a system of of uh, quarantine that we would not tolerate if you went to the hospital in China early on, they had a, a triage outside of every hospital. You weren't going in to the hospital and they had the full, you know, kind of suits that were under this tent. And you're like, I think I have a fever. Come over here and uh, let me look at that. No, no, you're fine. Don't be spooked by this suit. <laughs> we're all laughing. It's a, a Halloween costume party. So they immediately take your fever, your temperature. If you had a fever, you immediately went into a new category. Then they had like industrial lines of of uh, CAT scans. I'm not sure what the CAT scans were telling them, but they would get a CAT scan of you right away. Um, and this is before you even went into the hospital. Then if you had a temperature and your scan came back, you were put into one of three categories. Uh, four you don't have it category one you have something but it's mild you have you have uh coronavirus but we think it's you're a medium case or you're in real trouble you didn't have a choice unless you didn't have it you didn't have a choice once you went to the doctor and you will show up at the hospital if you had a fever you were done, but they didn't put you in the hospital. They put you in a stadium or in a gym or someplace else where they built these little mobile hospitals. Little was not the right word for them. You did not leave. Okay? Here in America, we don't do this. We don't do this in Germany. We don't do it in France or Italy or any place else. We expect our people to understand and police themselves. But this is what this is why they could contain it and why things are really getting out of hand in the West. They did a flatline. They I mean, they really did things that I would not be comfortable about. South Korea, Italy, Iran had a full month to learn, but they didn't. Now this is has, has exploded and Washington state 
we're not going to be able to contain it like we do, like they did in Wuhan. We don't want to, or Eastern countries. When you don't do that and people are not understanding what they're dealing with, you get a colossal epidemic. Uh, currently, the official number in uh, Washington is 140. That's not the real number. And a little later on in the program, I will take you through how you figure out what the real number is. Speculation. We'll do that coming up. You're listening to Glenn Beck. Uh, I want to talk to you a little bit about uh, Norton Security. Uh, Norton Security is uh, something that I think everybody needs. With Norton, you're going to get a VPN, and it will help block hackers from stealing your personal information companies from tracking your online activities it has bank grade encryption we're talking about real-time security for all of your devices it has a safe cam to block people from being able to take over the webcam without you even knowing it you have a right to privacy uh and right now i think these big companies uh have taken that right and just just destroyed it your your information who you are what you do that doesn't belong to you it belongs to them and what's worse is anybody can hack in and get a lot of your personal information. Nobody can prevent all cybercrime or monitoring of you, but Norton 360 is an integrated solution that will help protect your devices. So save up to 50% off your first year with an annual subscription at Norton.com slash Beck. That's Norton.com slash Beck. Get 50% off now. Norton.com slash Beck. Now's the time to go to blazetv.com, use the promo code GLEN, and get 10 bucks off your subscription. Do it now. I want to introduce you to one of the most fascinating men I know, Jeff Brown. He's a chief technology analyst at Bonner and Partners. Uh, he's the editor of The Bleeding Edge. He is uh, a guy who really lives, eats, and breathes high tech. He was an executive in high tech in- industry for 25 years, uh, an angel investor in some of the bigger uh, tech uh, products. Uh, he really, he really kind of studies all of it and can really break it down on what's coming what's coming next and he's fascinating to me because he sees over the horizon and he has a way of just saying no watch this person watch this person um he is um uh he's got all of the qualifications that you need to talk about the economy tech how we're going to change and coronavirus I asked him to come on today to talk a little bit about a vaccine. He was on our special last night. We just ran out of time. And uh, and there's some exciting things that he said are just on the horizon. Uh, welcome to the program, uh, Jeff. Uh, let me start with uh, uh, Gilead. You said Gilead is doing some uh, some work that's very exciting on not a vaccine, but on actually being able to treat this if you get it and you're really sick. That's right. So uh, Gilead has uh, a drug called remdesivir, uh, which is already in the pipeline. Uh, in fact, it was tested against uh, the Ebola virus uh, with some effect and uh, certainly shows a very strong potential to be effective uh, against uh, COVID-19. The great thing is because remdesivir uh, is a uh, uh, a product in clinical trials is that they can uh, pretty much immediately uh, 
uh, begin testing by the end right. of this month, and we should have very early data available uh, by the end of uh, April next because month. Because COVID is not affected at all by any kind of antibiotic, and so we don't really have anything. We don't have any natural immunity, no antibodies to fight it. So we need something to to help us uh, fight. Um, is it Regeneron? Is also another one that is close to human trials. In terms of the larger biotech or pharmaceutical companies, I would say my my second favorite is uh, is Regeneron. Uh, they're doing some leading work on uh, uh, what's called antibody, a- antibodies, uh, and um, they have a unique approach, which is basically they create genetically altered uh, mice uh, and use those mice to produce antibodies that can potentially fight against uh, the antigens, which are the the viral proteins um, that come from COVID-19, the virus. Uh, And the advantage of that approach is um, Regeneron, given its size and scale, believes they could have as many as 200,000 doses of these antibodies ready by the end of August, uh, which obviously is not not far away. So, so we they can were, expect that. And they were working on this before. That's the key. They were already they had already done all the paperwork for something else. What did what was that trying? What were they trying to fight before they realized, oh, my gosh, this will be great for COVID-19? Well, they have. Um, uh, we can kind of think about the uh, antibody approach as almost being like a technology platform from which. They can produce different kinds of antibodies for different kinds of diseases. This is certainly just one application. Uh, Regeneron really um, uh, uh, became large from its success with a drug called Ilea, uh, which uh, was actually a drug that you met or a, a case that you mentioned uh, yesterday on the show, which was uh, the bleeding eye uh, disease. Wow. And uh, Regeneron really has the majority of that market share. Uh, the other thing that they're working on, which is incredibly promising, is basically uh, a, uh, a new cure for non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Well, is this the company uh, that very, is... A uh, deadly form of cancer. Is this the company that's out of Israel? Because there was one that popped up out of Israel a couple of weeks ago, and they said, hey, we were working on something. We happen to use Corona. Um, not COVID-19, but Corona, and we're close to something, but then we never heard anything about it. Is, is that Regeneron? Yeah, that's, that's not the company. Not the company. Uh, there, there are um, literally more than 80 clinical trials right now uh, in mainland China that are either, have either started or are uh, being planned. Uh, and so, uh, you know, what's happening is that anyone that has anything that might show any promise whatsoever yeah. uh, has lined up to, uh, to, to try it out. And, and it's, it's actually wonderful. I've never seen uh, an industry response from the biotechnology and pharmaceutical sector as rapid and responsive as what so we've seen. Is uh, that because they're just all greedy capitalists that want to make money? Or is this, is, what, what, why is this response so, so different? Well, I'll share with you my own uh, uh, personal speculation, and that is that um, uh, they are uh, absolutely looking to buy goodwill uh, with uh, the policymakers in D.C. and right, here okay. in Washington. Uh, right. You know, given the current discussion over drug prices and yeah. uh, all the back and forth and negotiations, what a perfect crisis to react quickly and show um, a positive movement to 
address uh, address the situation. Uh, it's a very smart move on on industry's part, but it, right. it's certainly self interest. So let me uh, well, and also just keeping themselves alive and everybody else alive. I mean, I don't want to assume sure. that you know people don't have good intent as they're trying to make uh, drugs. Um, the um, the vaccine we go through. And we say, we've got a vaccine. I think I'm a company. Glenn's company has just made a vaccine. To get from that place to available at your CVS for a seasonal flu shot or something like that, (laughs) that's at least 18 months away. So so let's put things in kind of uh, um, almost historical perspective. Uh, uh, Vaccines could oftentimes take 15 or 20 years to get to the stage of FDA approval. And, and the reason is, is that uh, historically they've used literally um, live pathogens, so live viruses right. that right. they give to us in hopes that our body will be strong enough to fight those pathogens. Of course, they're, they're weakened, uh, so uh, they're very light uh, and unlikely to make us sick, but that it's not 100%. And so the approaches that we're taking uh, today uh, you know, we're talking about accelerated timelines of 18 months from now. Um, so Which is, you've never seen, have you ever seen that before? No, of course not. Okay. And, and, and I'll have to be honest, I seriously doubt that will happen within that time frame. Uh, it, it would be highly so, unusual. So Jeff, this is, this is the one thing that I've been trying to say to people and they don't, I don't think they get, this is, We're all going to get this, whether it's a really bad version of it, but it's going to be around for a long time. And a version of it will be around for probably forever, like the 1918 flu uh, is still around. We get that every every winter, a version of that. Um, Mm. But this is a this is a very long term uh, thing. And we don't know if this has a season to it or not. I've read conflicting reports this has a season it'll die out in summer i've heard other people say no it's not going to die out early reports are that it's not what is this going to do to our healthcare system to our economy to the election and everything else what how bad do you see this getting um not well, just in, um, not just in numbers but i mean economic numbers yeah well i, th- I think i have some very good news uh, on that <laughs> front. Okay. Uh, so the the unique thing about uh, these coronaviruses that have mutated from a, a bird or a mammal into something that can actually be transmitted successfully to a human, and then for humans to be able to transmit them to other humans, is um, they tend to continue to mutate. Right. And generally speaking those further mutations tend to be disadvantageous to the virus. Mm -hmm. And so what that means is it's highly likely that over time, um, COVID-19 will run its course. Uh, It's unlikely on a percentage basis that it would actually evolve into something stronger. It's highly likely it will evolve into something much weaker. Um, Okay, so with that being said, that's also kind of like the FDA approval process. That could happen tomorrow, unlike that, but it's most likely that's going to take time. What what do we look like? I mean, just the impact of what the president said last night uh, on, you know, travel to Europe, the impact economically. What do you, what do you, what what should we be doing? You know, (laughs) with our 401k and everything else. And I, you know, I, 
you're more qualified well, than I am. What, 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 what do we do and what's it going to look like? You know, today is one of those. Um, uh, I like to think of today as one of those uh, gut wrenching yeah. um, pullbacks in the market. Yes. Uh, after, um, you know, two terrible weeks of volatility. Uh, you know, the S&P uh, uh, 500 down uh, peaked to, to where we are now, you know, 22% or NASDAQ 25%. I mean, this is what um, this is what market bottoms tend to feel like. It's that uh, that's gross discomfort uh, in your stomach uh, that says things just aren't right. And um, when I look at uh, market valuations, uh, there's they just don't make sense anymore. Right. Um, there's fabulous companies that are way undervalued. I think this, uh, if we're not here already, we're very close, um, probably days away from an extraordinarily good buying opportunity. I think for uh, uh, smart investors who have cash uh, to deploy, uh, these are one of those rare opportunities. Because when the market does rebound, it, it won't rebound over two years. We'll see sharp rebounds over the period of, of months, just as we did back in December of the fourth quarter of 2018 yeah. when we had the, the Fed-induced, you know, aggressive interest rate hikes, right. uh, uh, mini recession back then. Um, but do you think... I will say this about I mean, the summer. I, I think, go ahead, you, it's more important to hear. You, yeah, you were um, going to say, go ahead. So the summer, I'm, I'm actually very optimistic about the summer. Uh, we have uh, very good data uh, uh, during the, <clears throat> the time of the Spanish flu, uh, during the time of the H1N1, where we saw these big peaks uh, for the initial wave, which is what we're seeing right now with COVID-19, and then those warmer summer months come in, mm -hmm. and uh, it just really falls off. The cases decline very rapidly. So are you, uh, are you seeing the numbers that show that that is going to happen? Because I've read it both ways. You're seeing and yes, you're pretty uh, quick convinced that it's going to have a season? It, it's Viruses like this, uh, well, let's be clear, it'll be in the northern hemisphere, of course. Yeah. Uh, you know, in the southern hemisphere where it's winter, right. um, COVID-19 will certainly persist. Um, you don't see much change in the tropics with vi a virus like this because you don't have those, uh, right, those swings. swings. Um, but summer will bring uh, sunshine. Uh, people will be outdoors. Vitamin D is good for boosting the immune system. Higher levels of humidity are not as conducive for an airborne virus like COVID-19. Uh, we should absolutely uh, see uh, these cases fall very rapidly. So if we think about may june july august september and, and i see that as a bit of a respite for the cdc and mm -hmm. uh our, our broad healthcare system to really get their act together on these testing kits and build up inventory because that's that's where the fear comes from we don't have enough data to the point that you were making earlier there absolutely has been exponential growth in the number of people that have contracted this and, and, and the number of cases are at least 10 times larger than anything that we've seen. They're Correct. probably 100 times larger. Correct. Uh, and that put things into perspective on, you know, how tiny, literally tiny, the mortality rate uh, actually is for COVID-19 uh, across the entire spectrum of those who have uh, who've become infected. We will, however, Glenn, we're going to see a second wave. Um, and if history repeats itself for these types of airborne viruses, the second wave, uh, which will probably start around uh, early October, will be, uh, will be about half the size, oh. half the peak of 
what we saw in the first wave. So it won't be as bad. Huh. I thought I thought 1918. I thought the second wave was actually worse. I'm glad to hear that. Um, Jeff, where can people follow you if they want to follow you and uh, and read some more from you and pick well, your the, brain? Well, the easiest uh, place to go is uh, to my uh, my free daily uh, uh, technology uh, e-letter called The Bleeding Edge. Uh, you can just search for The Bleeding Edge Jeff Brown, uh, sign up for free. And uh, obviously, I've been uh, covering COVID-19 um, uh, since late December. This has been a an intense area of focus and study and um, stay on top of this uh, pretty much on a daily basis. Great. We will talk to you again, Jeff. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Jeff Brown, the bleeding edge. Uh, Follow him. He is really, really uh, way ahead of, I think, everybody else in many ways. All right. Goldline is our sponsor this half hour. Uh, The market is moving every time the market goes down, things tank, gold goes up. Uh, When things really tank quickly, what's interesting is People who have lived on the margins and have bought, uh, you know, paper uh, without actually backing it up, they'll have to sell their gold. So you'll have these quick little dips and it's a buying opportunity uh, for buying uh, gold. I want you to uh, please, please reassess everything that you have done with your investments. Please spread your risk out gold and gold line. um, It is I think really important, especially if the government starts spending a ton of money, the value of the dollar eventually is going to go down. Gold is the place that people run to physical gold. And the only people that I trust is Goldline. Call Goldline now at 866 Goldline. Just call them and speaking to one of the people about your portfolio, you're going to get a three quarter ounce pure bullion silver coin at no cost. So just call them right now. 866 Goldline. Ask them for the free information to ask how can I protect my IRA, my 401k, my retirement accounts. Goldline at goldline.com, goldline.com or 866 Goldline. Call them, get that free coin now. Pure silver uh, bullion, it's 866 Goldline. Goldline.com. This is the Glenbeck program. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. So glad that you're here. Coming down, please. Um, we uh, have a, a great show for you tomorrow. You don't want to miss. I do want to talk about the taxes and some of the stimulus ideas uh, and a couple of interviews coming your way tomorrow. More on the coronavirus and updates throughout the day. Check us out. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Listening to Glenn Beck.